Obviously, you made a right turn, because here's the wrong kind of podcast. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> right. I can only hear out of one side, but I'm good. Yeah, well, welcome to the wrong kind of podcast. Yancy only hears out of one side. Mm, huh? Kind of like some of our guests. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So, episode 228 of your mother's favorite show. Thanks for listening, Mama. Hey, let's get some uh, business out of the way real quick. One of you want to uh, read that little deal that uh, Lord Bandersnatch uh, provided us? Sure. So, Wrong Kind of Podcast is a proud sponsor of End of Summer, sorry, End of Summer Bash 3, featuring 10 of the Midwest's best rock and metal acts, Flosion, Galaxia, Edge Over Edge, Diabolical Orange Monkey, Ghost in the Atlantic, Rage is My Rival, Soup Man, Project Revolution, Splitting Emily, and Friendly Fire. So comedian Rick Felt will host this all-ages event September 10th at the My Place Event Grounds in Cherryville, Kansas. There will be games and activities. That includes a 50-50 cornhole tournament. Admission is $5 and parental discretion is advised. Food will be available from Tate's Tater Truck and Luna's Kitchen. That's end of summer bash three, 10 bands, five bucks, games and activities. September 10th in Cherryville at the My Place Event Grounds. Brought to you by Off the Edge Podcast. So if you don't know where Cherryville, Kansas is, it's easy enough. Look it up on Google or any other kind of, uh, hell, you may even have a Ryan McNally Atlas still in the back of your 86 Plymouth. Uh, It is in southeast Kansas, not too far from the Oklahoma border. And my place is on the south end of Cherryville. It's right. not real hard to find. Ask uh, the old man that stands on the corner down there. He can tell you which way to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, we was going to do a fancy uh, promo for that, play some music in the background. And sorry, Logan, for having you send me that file and not using it. But uh, I got to thinking, we don't really do all that here. We don't edit out bullshit and put little sounds and segues and all that. We just talk shit and hit the button and now i've got to readjust all the levels from yesterday because man yesterday's episode didn't sound good to me when i listened back to it it sounded like ass so if it still sounds like ass let me know i've adjusted some things anyway thank you to all the producers especially this week i've hung out with two of them i hung out with lord of time and lord of the cheeseheads in detroit and uh lord of the cheeseheads hooked us up with some sweet ass tickets to a Tigers game. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never going to another game that doesn't oh. allow me to have seats like that. Yep. And Lord of Time introduced me to the White Russian, and we are all day drinking to the White Russian mm. now. It's funny how that seems like a palate cleanser after recent events. Yes, and I can't <laughs> chew on the ice, which is a big problem for me. Mm-hmm. I love to chew on the ice, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Hmm. They're going to hear you crunch is what's going to happen. No, they're not. I've, I've already spit some ice out already. As Yancey was reading, I was, damn it, I had to spit the ice back out. So now I've got a little bit of saliva goodness don't, in there. Don't go tasting <laughs> any more drinks. Don't yeah. go tasting my drink. Uh, so, once again, our producers really help us out. Value for value. If you'd like to get involved, if you found value in this, go to WKOPodcast.com. There's plenty of ways to donate. Time, talent, treasure. Speaking of time, talent, and treasure, the wizard has a trial bingo game going that I haven't heard the results of. They're still trying to get it worked out, and then they're going to 
launch it to where everybody that's listening can play. I don't know exactly how it's going to go down. What's up? Nothing. I was just thinking, I don't know that. I never heard. I think we had one episode where we yeah. we were all together before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of bailed on some. Yeah, I never heard exactly what what happened. And then uh, he's also working on, I gave him the passwords to the website. So if anything inappropriate shows yes. up. If anything weird <laughs> shows up, it's the wizard. He's supposed to be getting us lined up to where we can start accepting Bitcoin on some node thing. It's 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 way above my pay grade that I, I barely understand it, but he's apparently got it figured out. Certain apps you listen to as you're listening, if you decide that you like something, you can in real time hit the button and uh, donate little pieces of Bitcoin. Or you can still donate PayPal check beads wampum whatever you got we'll take it uh i think that's all i've got as far as business i believe yep so yeah megan is saying this is the first time we've all been back together i mean we've had a couple of episodes that weren't just the three of us though since the last one right you did something and then we went away and then we had our guest yesterday i did something yeah, you weren't here for an episode. Oh, right, because child came home and yeah, we were leaving the next right. day, so right. we I spent time day. with my kiddo. So Megan and I left a week ago today? Yeah. Yes, before the what ass the crack of dawn. I mean, it was the taint. <laughs> it wasn't even the ass crack. It was the taint of dawn. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to it Kansas City. kind of brutal. The taint was brutal. <laughs> and we uh, caught a plane to Detroit and we were there until well I was there until Friday early afternoon me and uh Brian Lord of Time I, it, I bailed on she bailed Wednesday, Wednesday morning right yeah it's pretty neat we went to Canada for an hour and a half two hours mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> long enough huh yeah well, well we, I mean I don't know you know it was funny because are we are we going to talk about this yeah now? go ahead so we um <laughs> we crossed the border right and um it wasn't no taco bell shit either no mm. no 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 <laughs> although everything is still bi- bilingual on your way up but um just not spanish french instead so mm-hmm. um but we got turned around somewhere and so like randomly at this stoplight so we just went through the checkpoint and our map is telling us to take a hard left a sharp left it mm. said to go to this restaurant we was trying to go in to. so many kilometers by the way, yeah, it immediately switched over to kilometers. Nice. Yeah, we're like, whoa. Uh, anyway, we're mm-hmm. sitting at the stoplight, and she says, take a sharp left. I'm like, well, there's left and then sharp left. Sharp left looked like it was going back towards where we kind of come from, and there was a border agent crossing, and I'm talking like full gear, gun, the whole nine yards. He's border on his way to work. Age. He's, yeah, he's carrying a little brown sack and everything. He's got like his Canadian bacon sandwich <laughs> right. or whatever he's got in there. You know? Do they just call that ham? I don't know, man. You know, your cousin Shane has a little insight to the Yeah, we need to Canadians. get cousin Aaron to... to tell us about that Canadian bacon. Yeah. I did find something odd, though. There's a great deal of Muslims people Wait. living in Canada, but bacon is a main thing up there. I don't know how that works. You're going to have to finish your story about the... I don't I just I just got distracted there for a second. How's that work? Tangent. 
So anyway, anyway, we're sitting there, and, and Google is telling us to take a sharp left, and this cat's walking in front of us. And you know me. I'm like, I'm going to talk to you. I don't give a shit who you are. Mm-hmm. I rolled the window down in our our uh, our super woke Volkswagen Passat. Right. You're like, and hey, hoser. I kind of did. I rolled the window down. I said, <laughs> hey, man. threatened to. I said, uh, we're trying to blah, blah, blah. And this is what the dude said. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> it's just exactly like that. Nice. I was he like, was so oh, nice, fuck. though. He of course so he nice. was. He yeah. was. It was funny. Yeah. We were like, what happens as you cross the river? Like something yeah. about being on the other side. He was so helpful. And he was like, oh, no, you don't want to go that way. You, you're going to whatever. You're a big miss. Yeah. I mean, it sounds just like Canadian. Just like what you think they'd sound like. Yeah. So accents happen as soon as you cross the river. Your Google Maps will automatically go yeah. to kilometers. It says, welcome to Canada, even. Yes. And then everyone suddenly turns nice. And... A lot of immigrants. A lot of immigrants. Yeah. Well, I guess we were immigrants that day, so. Oh, we were. <gasps> yes. Mm, we were legal, though. We were legal, yeah. But uh, anyway, had poutine. Finally got to eat some poutine. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why that's exclusive to Canada. No, it was really good. Brown I gravy, ate some of yours. fries, and cheese. That sounds American. It I mean, was amazing. Good it was God, good food. man. I didn't have that. I had... I don't know, some sort of Alfredo with wild mushrooms and something. It's I'm surprised good. the woke mob there hasn't tried to change the name of that. I know. Yeah, because poutine is pretty close to, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Vlad. Putin, yes. Yep. Which Megan did see uh, Vladimir on the plane. Yes. <laughs> she sent I, me a picture. I was flying back with him. You had to admit, he looked like. Oh, he looked like Putin's well, brother. I mean, you, yeah. You asked, you were like, hey, Yancey, check check out who check I'm out, sharing yeah. a plane with or whatever. And I was like, Vladimir Putin? Yeah. You're like, exactly. But we're not going to talk about the big square-headed side. I know. Oh, he does, he gets mad every time I ignore the guy sitting. <laughs> the dude sitting between Vlad and her was this big square-headed dude. And that was the first thing I saw. I was like, okay, cool. That's, but what about the square-headed guy? <laughs> right. But his son was really nice. If they say, be there, be square, that dude always stays home. Oh, he was no. there. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know. I learned everything about his four-year-old son in the 45 minutes that I was sitting there with him. Everything. So. (laughs) Everything. I'm not going to lie. We left 108 degrees and we were sitting there on the other side of the Detroit River in 79 degree weather. We send you pictures, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's 79 degrees. There's a slight breeze off the water. It was Lovely. It was like, damn, you know, and I had a hell of a view. The uh, skyline of Detroit is right there on the river. It was it was a hell of a thing. I shared a bunch of pictures. Yeah. It but was great. nobody could understand Justin. I, I had to translate for I him had to, I had to, <laughs> a couple of times. Kansas vernacular. Yeah. I, I had to slow down a couple of times and really like look at him, you know, mm-hmm. and get him to understand me. Cause <laughs> They're trying to read your lips and it's still not helping. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Am I talking too fast or am I just that hick? You know, I don't know. It's funny because, like, you know, opposite of the ham lady who looked to Justin for all of the answers. Oh, right. Yeah. All these ladies were looking at They'd look at him. Any cost. Bringing up old shit. Yeah. Well, they'd look at him and then they would have like this look of confusion and they'd look over at me like. Oh, like you're his translator. Can you say what? Yeah. What he is saying is. (laughs) Never did see no fucking bacon, though. I did did get some maple syrup. Yep. Real deal, huh? Yeah. I was going to bring back some booze, but it just felt like too much of a bullshit deal. <laughs> Do you want to tell your story Up about Up there me? like Al Capone. About what? You're, you're, you know you want to make fun of me about the bathroom sign. <laughs> <laughs> 
I haven't heard this. So bullshit. <laughs> there was some content that wasn't shared. So we so yeah. so are you familiar with what duty free is? Duty free. Duty. Uh, As you talk lack about of shit. D U T Y. Okay. Duty okay. free zone. Self self cleaning bathroom or so there's this weird spot which I found out. Excuse the shit out of me. I found out that the Ambassador Bridge is a privately owned bridge, okay. and the people that own the bridge also own the duty-free zone on each side of the border. Okay. But anyway, okay. so the duty-free zone is a weird, it's a weird mix of liquor store, gift shop, and <sighs> Sephora. Is that what you said? Sephora. Sephora. There are oh. so many different types of perfumes and makeups and, and makeup high and- end. High-end wow. stuff. And really nice liquor store. And then, of course, all your Canadian gifts. But anyway, duty-free means no tax. So you can buy it and take it with you. As long as you don't come back within 24 hours, uh, then like you got to claim it. It's like I mean, a customs buffer zone. It's, yes. It's a weird Yeah, no so that's where we land. got all of our souvenirs from. So anyway, <laughs> nice. I have to go pee. <laughs> You're so American to be like, I ain't paying any fucking taxes, man. Yeah. Let's stay <laughs> in the duty-free zone and do all of our shopping well, here. Well, that's not quite what happened. We just were too late to get to the store. So. Oh, okay. We were, looking for I believe you. we were looking for a Canadian <laughs> gift shop. Because like, how do we go to Canada and not bring anything back for our right. girls, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which uh. everybody got something but me. I got some fucking syrup. But anyway... <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't buy Canadian socks. Well, we kind of did. Oh, okay. Kinda Not for did. you, though. Not for me. But uh, anyway, I had to go pee. So now Megan can tell her story. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin takes off to go to the bathroom. And he, I don't know what happened, but he like, poked his head around the corner or something and he was like that's not the bathroom <laughs> and he turns around and he walks the other way the sign that he thought was for the bathroom was this man <laughs> like um there's it's stairs a sign for stairs so uh-huh. it's like this little man that has lines behind him looks <laughs> like he's speed walking <laughs> yeah, but he's not going up or down stairs <laughs> he thought it looks the man like he's walking only, quickly looks, looks like he's going like, like he's gotta go oh like he really needs to go and i thought hell mm. guy's gotta go i don't know <laughs> fucking <Sorry>. canada <laughs> So I walk in there and it's like, well, there's stairs up and down. And I'm like, so where's the fucking bathroom? <laughs> right, like, just go over in the corner. I kind of looked around for a minute. And I'm like, so that's not, this. that's just not the shitter. So I walk back out. And of course, she's just having a great fucking time at my expense. Because <laughs> I looked up at the sign and I realized he Whatever. thought that the little guy with the zoom zoom lines behind him was. <laughs> it's, it's great that you had enough awareness to realize that, you know, something's, <laughs> something's not right, right here. Well, I didn't know if I was getting ready to end up with my kidney missing. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I thought, is this some kind of trap? Some yeah. kind of Canadian Duty free, no taxes, but we take care that's, that's a Canadian tourist trap. Yeah. I didn't have no idea. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It was a weird sensation being out of country. Mm-hmm. I had never been out Why? of country in my life. Oh. Well, we weren't. We weren't citizens. Well, I mean, have you guys no. ever watched Locked Up Abroad? Yeah, well, I mean, they yeah, might have tried to keep Canada. you. I I don't know. I spent a, a week every summer in Juarez, Mexico. I felt much more secure in the so. urban blight of Detroit than I did over. Right. In Absolutely the, not. Damn old red, white, and blue sun. That's right. Absolutely not. That's right. I don't know why, and I suggested to several people on both sides of the border that maybe one time of the year they should have a pumpkin chunkin back and forth at each other like set up targets yeah you know and just see what you know have a competition across the detroit river (laughs) that needs to happen i mean i think it'd be cool maybe have boats move up and down and aim you know yeah (laughs) starship not starship um, (laughs) battleship battleship there goes starship yeah Yeah, starship that's your 
We yeah. built this city on rock and what roll. Did we, what did we do? We went, um, well, Monday you left me and I was on my own for a while. And I had to yep. explore downtown by myself, which was well, a little sun- scary. Sunday night we went and had the Cheesehead recommended that we eat the two right. different kinds of chili dogs. They got, got competing chili dog places. Coney, they have competing Coney's. Coney's. Yes, yeah. well, Coney chili dog, yeah. I know, but... Which there is a difference between Coney and chili dog, because Lord of Flatulence will get all up in my ass if I don't <laughs> explain that there is a difference between a Coney sauce and chili. Uh-huh. But this these places were right next door to each other, and they compete, kind of like the when I went to Philly, we uh, the cheese had state the, yeah. yeah. So we went, so, and we had one from each. It was American... Coney Dog and Lafayette Coney, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we both agreed that all three of us, I think, did. Tulsa's better. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lafayette, <laughs> but yes, Tulsa, yes. <laughs> Coney Islander in Tulsa is much better. Really? Yes. So when uh, Cheese Breath comes down here, we're going to uh, take him to Owasso to get a Coney Islander, like a, a good Coney. Show him what a real Coney is. They they don't I'm have sure the bun like game that. down. <laughs> yeah. The the mm, well. Yeah, they don't have the bun game down. The bun game? Yeah. Is that what the <laughs> the, the buns were it, all wrong. Oh, you thought that was the problem? Yes. I thought it was the natural casing of the wiener. I Lack of steam? Like that. They don't steam their buns? Well, it was natural casing. Or she said it was only 80 degrees there. That's true. No, they weren't steamed at all. They were just crusty old buns. <laughs> 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 they had, a, I don't know, like chili and then like some sort of a meat, mm. something. Like it was like... I don't know. They're, it, it was so a their lot. chili sauce, Coney sauce. I'm sorry, damn it. Their Coney sauce was much meatier. Well, you just had Coney Island not that long ago with me down there. Was that you? Oh, no, that was Pike. That was Pike. I'm sorry. There's, yeah. a, lot, there's a lot of similarities there. <laughs> oh, but okay. uh, their Coney sauce is much coarser and not as good. On, like on both of them? Or so what was yes. the outstanding difference on the two that you tried? To them? me, well, the second place was definitely better than the first. The, atmos- the atmosphere yeah. was definitely better at Lafayette than American, I thought. American felt too Hokey. damn over the top with all these colors and I shit. I felt like it was in a circus. And Lafayette felt more like, you know, they more likely tell you to fuck off. You uh-huh. know, like they I didn't think really they give, might have come close at one like point. Like they didn't give a shit if you liked it or not. Just eat right. what we gave you. Tell me what you and, want. And I liked Give that. me your money. Get the hell out. Well, that one Pretty old much. man waved his Surprise the American one wasn't that That's way. That's true. It, it, he almost uh, we almost ran him over the I don't know a worker or something for the Lafayette pl- place yeah, yeah, because yeah. we were trying to figure out where we were and he tried to wave us into the establishment and we just he could kept tell we, were, he, we could tell that he we was looking back and forth and we was going to have one from each and we did but he didn't know that so of course he was trying to but uh, yeah. yeah anyway so that was Sunday and then we just went back that's to where the, we had the r- rude Uber driver right after that that's right he yeah. was rude. Yep. I forgot about yep. that. That was a rude Uber driver. You want to tell him about your uh, Uber driver on the way to the airport? I can. Yeah. So I sent you. <laughs> so I sent you guys a picture uh-huh. of my Uber driver on the way back. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, he was very nice, I guess. But it was very weird circumstance. The first time I've ever had uh, an Uber driver um, pull over to the side of the road to take care of his tea. Like he threw away his tea bag on the, like, on a, yeah, go ahead. On some, uh, like, gas station convenience, whatever. He pulled over to do that. And then he took phone calls while I was. Oh, yeah. The, Don't mind me, right? Right. So I'm thinking I'm about to get trafficked because Justin keep, kept telling me not to get trafficked. Yeah. He so, was calling his connection. Yeah. So I had to, like, um, share. Well, I didn't have to, but I 
found out that you can share your ride with someone. So like I connected my ride with him. But anyway, as the guy was getting out to throw away his tea bag, I saw that he had something hanging out the back of his pants. So I sent Justin a message and he immediately was like, picture, and then you should tell him. And so I got my camera ready. So when we got to the airport, um, as soon as he walked past my door, I snapped a picture of what I think was one of those toilet seat covers hanging out the back of his pants. So here's what I figure happened. He's sitting down dropping deuce. And he got a little moist uh-huh. on the back of his thighs there, and it stuck. Well, when he stood up, he didn't even think about it. He was probably in a hurry, and it just and it's just like those fucking movies, you know. Right. Where the top of it's hanging out yeah. of his ass of his pants. Yeah, like it was like a postage stamp. It was <laughs> big very postage strange. Stamp. I did tell him that that was very nice of you. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> what did he say? When well, he, he was just his well, how face did turned you, red. How did you tell him? Well, because he handed me the my bag because he got out to mm-hmm. get my bag out of the trunk, and I said, "Oh, thank you." And um, you have something hanging out the back of your pants, and he felt around and he pulled. <laughs> was it the whole thing? The big circle thing? It really well, was? It wasn't the whole thing. It was probably like a good half, though. So he ripped the so, other off yeah. in the bottom of his pants. And it's, uh, so he had to go noodling to get the rest so, of it. So, and his face turned red. And and the whole ride over there, I don't speak Spanish very well, but I know that his brother, Roberto, did something stupid. Mm. And well, he's one to talk. His hermano. Yes, yes. 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 And, um, and that um, his brother was not appreciating him telling him that he did something stupid. He kept uh, trying to insult him. Should have got a hold of Roberto and told him about the uh, toilet paper. That's right. Thing. <laughs> hey, That's I right. didn't realize you needed tickets to ride an Uber. <laughs> oh. Shit tickets. Shit tickets. It was a big ticket. He had the uh, round trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Season ticket holder. Oh. <laughs> round trip. Gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, Monday we went to a... Uh, oh, wait. Monday I went to that immersive Van Gogh thing yep, downtown. Yep, yep. And so I ordered my ticket. Here, Here's something. FYI, all you travelers who do this as much as I do. I ordered my ticket for this exhibit here in Kansas. Okay? And it's 1 o'clock is the event time. I get up there and they don't open till 2 because of the time difference. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. ticket told me 1 o'clock and just knew that I was here and so I was early and he abandoned me to downtown Detroit by myself big giant uh, international union constitutional convention yes yes but um I did I so I asked someone in there like where do, what can I do to kill some time and they were like go to Jose's tacos and I did and they were amazing tacos I don't know what they did to their tortilla shells but they were amazing like I don't know, maybe like fried that they were like flour tortillas, but kind of crispy and yummy. They were just Man, yummy. Sounds more like one of those, uh, what do they call those, crispitos or some shit? I don't know. The quick no, trip cuisine? No, crispito. Is that what it is? Fuck, I don't know. No. Didn't look like anything I can get at quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> so then, that, yeah, that was Monday evening. We went to Canada. That's right. Then we uh, cruised by as fast as we could to Hitsville. see Hitsville, Motown. It was closed. Oh, I have They're to say, remodeling, so we... while you were in Canada, you called me for bail money. That's yes, right. That's we right. Did. <laughs> I had to call somebody from Canada. And it was yeah. weird because when we got over there, our phone shut off. Uh, like we had to turn on roaming. Yeah. Even though we had signal, as soon as our phone realized we were in Canada, it turned off our cellular data. Even wow. though you can get our tower across the river, 
it somehow shut it off. Yeah, so we had to turn uh, on our... Who knows how much our fucking bill is going to be next month. Oh, that's no bueno. Yeah, I mean, because clearly there's a reason why they do it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I need to go back in and turn off my... I did. I mean, I didn't I even did. think about it. Yeah. But uh, let's see. So we saw Hitsville. It was closed. Got to check it out. It's kind of amazing. When you think of Motown, you don't think of it being where it was at. The neighborhood's changed a lot in 50 years, too, or 60 years, actually, probably. But, uh, you know. But it was kind of cool to go, oh, this, like, Smokey Robinson was hanging out here. It was cool to know that, you know, Gladys Knight and the Pips and Aretha Franklin and all them people were right there, you know. I really wanted to go see Rosa Parks' um, grave, but we didn't make it in time for that either. And we only had the car for one day, so. Yeah, we did uh, make it to the Packard plant, which... We'll probably talk about a little more in depth later on, but uh, that was a big deal for me. Definitely. Meanwhile, I'm telling him not to get traffic. If you had been there, we'd have been in the building. Yeah. Let's just no. put it that way. When I lost sight of her, I was a little nervous because we're not exactly in the best neighborhood. And there's my wife sitting in this car, you know, in the middle of Detroit. And But I'm ready to go in the building. So she's lucky that she wasn't there. Where we were later told, I mean, they find dead bodies in this place. Like... Yeah, I wasn't dead. Yet? There wasn't nobody in there. How do you know that? It's like eight blocks long or however long it is. I don't know if it's that long, but it's pretty damn big. It was, I forget how many acres it actually sits on. If you want to look it up, you better look it up quick too, because while we were up there on the news, I mean, it's happening now. They're they're getting contracts together to tear these buildings down. Part of them, I guess, what well, was the old admin building, which I think is the part where I got that concrete from. Uh-huh. Because if you see the old uh, the old walkway that everything's known for, Welcome to Motor City with the clock, that was right there where I got that chunk of concrete from. Cool. So, and there was talk about they were going to tear down the admin part of it. So I don't know. You know, even though it was uh, derelict, it still was, it just felt solid as all get out. I mean, this was 19 teens and 20s. Yeah, I mean, it closed in the 50s. This thing's a beast. But anyway, so there's that, and then... Uh, yeah, that was Monday. Let, let me ask you about the overall feel of, like, Detroit. Does it feel like a dying city? Does it... That ambience, it, did it feel like a ghost town? You mean everything, not a lot no. of, you mean everything that you've seen on the TV yeah. for the last B- 10 years? Bombed out, not no. a lot of activity, that, that sort of thing? So, Mm-mm. after she left, you know, of course, me, I go down wormholes, Wikipedias, and every other thing I can think of. And then we went to a ball game Tuesday I, night. We got to see... We got to see the newest of the new Detroit right. during the ball game. But when I Monday afternoon when I was downtown having to just kill some time, there wasn't a block around me that didn't have some sort of a remodel going on. This is downtown. Reconstruction. Yeah, it is downtown. But yeah. um and I shared that picture of the Stevie Wonder mural. Like that was right across the street mm-hmm. from where I was just killing some time. But um I didn't get that feeling. What I did say was that there's I didn't see a lot of like homeless people. I, I did see some because I was yeah hanging out downtown now, <laughs> in a park for a few minutes. Now, after you left. You went to a different area. Wednesday night, Brian and I went downtown and found something to eat, which I'm definitely an old man. The fucking music was way too loud in that place. <laughs> you know. But anyway, 
it was it was also a weird dynamic that evening as well is that the weekend the performer of the weekend was there downtown the ford field and did you guys get to hear any of it i forgot all about that no but i saw every basic white girl and the basic white girl alternative to brown and black girls however they dress <laughs> i got to see every young girl that's going to the weekend you know in downtown detroit but anyway i couldn't figure out what was going on then i realized oh yeah you told me which you know what? You could have gone. What we didn't realize was when we was walking, you know how I am. I'm always looking for things. Right where we was at was where the rap battle scene in uh, Eight Mile was downtown. Oh, is that why the thing is right there? The restaurant? Uh, no. Well, there was that. That was just a. It was just a, a filming site. But it's pretty cool if you look up the Michigan building in the old Michigan theater. It was a really old theater built back in the twenties. And it's went through a whole life, but now it's an indoor parking garage, of course and it is. has the ornate ceiling still there from the old uh, theater. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to your original question on Thursday evening, uh, Brian took us riding around town. We went and checked out Eight Mile, of course, where the you know Eight Mile Trader Park. We did stop by Mom's Spaghetti. The restaurant yeah, we, we didn't, didn't eat, eat there. there. No, didn't eat Everybody there. who said when we said, "Hey, we're going to this," and they were like, "Oh," so we didn't eat there. We <laughs> which went is, to eat some Detroit style pizza instead, which is great. right next to the Fox Theater, the old historic Fox Theater, which is where Chris Cornell performed last. And then yeah. as we're walking around, it kind of dawned on me that, oh fuck, he killed himself in the MGM it's where we were staying. And it was real hard to get onto that floor, but we finally got up there. It ain't like I seen anything, but you know, it was kind of creepy cool to know that this is where Chris Cornell died, right here, 10 foot on the other side of this wall. You know, this is one of the, I think, probably the best vocalists that come out of uh, Seattle. Yeah. The grunt scene, in my opinion. And I'm an Allison Chains fan, but I think I did could sing. But uh, anyway, when we went, uh, Riding around Thursday evening, saw Eight Mile, the trailer park where they filmed it at. The trailer that he supposedly lived in has already been moved. Another one been moved in, but we went to the address. We went and checked out American Gun and Pawn, which is where that TV show uh, Hardcore Pawn was filmed. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, man, now you're starting to get into the shit. The question that you asked, you're starting to see it. There are a lot of cars with uh, boots on them, you know, in the parking lot. The classic, just, we are inner urban Detroit uh, people yelling at each other hotels that don't look like they should be hotels I mean <laughs> charged by the hour just not places where and then of course both Brian's they were you know they were a little more nervous than I was I'm just stupid enough that I'm like no this is fucking cool mm-hmm. let's get out and look around and I'm talking to people you know hey nice car bro you know and shit like that because the dude had a nice car I'm sorry but, uh, yeah, we're starting to get into it. And then later on, we drove down. Did you see Mackay Pfeiffer? No, I didn't see his ass. But uh, where did we go? That oh, made my day. We went to, checked out the last place that uh, Hoffa was seen alive. But on the way back from 8 Mile, which Hardcore Pond is on 8 Mile, not far from all the filming locations, we... Uh, Went through a stretch of, oh yeah, that shit you see on TV and the news specials, that shit's real. 
blocks of no houses and people just sitting around. And here's something that I've, you know, we've talked before about our daughter's black. I now know how she must feel to a degree. I don't want to get beat up. I'm not black, white privilege, you know, <laughs> but we were the only white folks. Lots of times and yeah. lots of places. You know what? They treated us fine. They were, they were incredibly nice, friendly people. I mean, like, yeah. well, we just treated them like people too. I yeah. didn't be like, hey, bro. You know, I mean, I was just like, how you doing? You know, I just talked to people. But it's it's a little odd. It's a little odd when you haven't seen anybody that looks like you for a while. So I can only imagine what it must be like for a black dude or a brown dude or, you know, anybody of color to be around a whole bunch of white people. It has to be a little bit odd. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there was some shit. There was some real shit. Like, this is probably a place where, you know, we need to have make sure we got plenty of gas cars running well. You know, yeah. let's keep moving. <laughs> But here's something I'm always fascinated about. You guys hear me talk about this a lot. Is how you can go from just the shittiest urban decay two blocks later. It's like, wow, this neighborhood is really nice. I think they'd refer to it as gentrification. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's, it always fascinates me. Yeah. What was you going to say? <clears throat> I don't remember. Anyway. Well, yes. So I've, I've heard in some ways the city's coming back. They're getting rid of some of that blight, some of those old burned out houses. Because yeah. they, they would say in Detroit, there was a trend that there would be neighborhoods. Suddenly there weren't people there and the houses were vacant. Then they'd be burned out and then they just wouldn't be there. Within right. like a five-year span, this would happen, right? Neighborhood after neighborhood. Right. Well, some of these neighborhoods are being built back slowly a little bit at a time. There's this big building that they call like the castle or something there that um, looked pretty much like a bombed out hmm. building in Hiroshima or something like that. And somebody has literally within the last decade built that thing back. And it's, it's amazing looking. So Lord of time said that he had heard that the city of Detroit was trying to depopulate. Like if there was one or two houses on a block, they was trying to condemn those houses and get people to leave so that they could turn off services to that block because they were so sporadic. Mm -hmm. But while we were there, uh, of course, you know, watch the news everywhere I go. So I'm watching the local news because that's how I'm, I'm a weirdo. You ask her, I like to get in the middle of wherever I'm at. I want to see the real, I don't yeah. want to see the touristy shit. I want right. to see that's the what, real. No dog really or pony show. He would, it, like, I was sad that he didn't get to go to this Jose's Tacos place with me because, you know, it was like a hole in the wall place where like yeah. I thought he would enjoy. But as we're there currently right now, there's a serial arson Going yeah. up there in Detroit, setting houses on fire. Well, there's been seven, I think, in the last couple of months, and a fireman got hurt, and one of them it collapsed on him. But so that's what you're talking about. They're going around burning houses down. Yeah. yeah. The day that I left that morning, I was watching the news, and um, there was three people that were shot down by where his convention was happening. And it keeps it real. Mm -hmm. And in the Dallas airport that I was getting ready to fly to, some woman went in and just started shooting, like up in the air. Like, Whoa. randomly, like, she never got past security or anything, but, like, she just walked into the airport and started shooting up in the air. And I'm like, great. I'm leaving him here. I'm going there. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good times. But, yeah, definitely Detroit is. I know we said we went to the game. We ended up eating at this place called Buddy's Pizza. It was good food. Pretty good. Yeah, Detroit-style pizza is different, yeah. Yeah, isn't they it? They put the sauce on top. Like upside down, yeah. The sauce on top. Yep. Which is really nice if you like the sauce, and I, I do so. That's so fine. Brian also hooked but us up. But then this game was 
fantastic. The most spectacular seats. I don't think you could ever get. They they were like that middle level, club level or whatever. But uh, we saw some records broken. Great. Saw... So Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. I don't watch baseball like I used to, or even keep up on Sports Center. But I remember when he came in the league, and now he's been in the league. He's thirty nine years old, you know. But he's he's close. Yeah. He's close to the end. They some people think this is his last year, but it's pretty cool. They got up up there. He's got five hundred and some home runs and five hundred and six, and I think we saw five hundred and seven hits that night. No, he didn't hit. He got two hits. He didn't get no home runs. Oh, okay, but, so that was the it was the, he had three thousand something. Yeah, he's got a lot doubles of doubles or something. I don't know. So it was that it, was pretty cool. It was cool. But uh, yeah. Detroit's definitely got some stuff going on. Fantastic! It was such lovely weather. Like all, I was so jealous of these restaurants that just get to open their like their garage style doors, you know? Yeah. Just let the was, open yeah. air type. Uh, well, the highest it ever that. got while it was there yeah. was like 80. Listen, they put out an excessive heat warning. It was 89 degrees. Yeah. We were sitting here going, this is, you guys are pusses. <laughs> we'll take this any day. But it's had, probably the same thing they say about our winters down oh, here sure. when we get an inch oh, of snow. Yeah. I had yeah. like goosebumps when we were at the game because the breeze was blowing and it was like 72 oh, was or awesome. whatever. It was great. It was just so awesome. But so yeah, that was the end of that's pretty much that. I mean, we're back. Yeah. I upgraded to first class on the way home just I so I could experience too. it. I got a whole meal. He did not. I'd never been in first class before. Nobody I don't think now see I went to sleep because you know Maybe your flight I'm not wasn't long real enough. Real big on heights or small places. So I mean the two together. Sure. So I try to go to sleep, but then I woke up and I was cool, you know, so I looked out the window quite a bit, but I don't think anybody got any food. Probably As I woke up, enough. I heard him picking up like candy wrappers and stuff. I don't know. I got this big like shrimp salad and, yeah. um, I think like, you had a three hour flight though, didn't you? I, well, what, yeah, two hours and something. Yeah. But it was, I was like, this is it. I'm only flying first class from here on out. <laughs> I'm only sitting in these, whatever kind of seats Brian got for us and. Yeah, they live that elite, life. elitist life. <laughs> yeah, they gave us a drink while we're sitting there at the plane yeah. loading. You know, the peasants are walking by back right. to you know, the regular people's <laughs> the peasants, seats. Yes, and dragging along. And I told Brian as I was getting on, they called first class to load first. I said, I'll see you there, please. Yes. Please, don't say nothing when you walk by. Yes. I'll take care of it when we get there. I'll sign autographs. I felt like it was a breakfast club, you know, don't forget about me. But <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I... It was only 95 bucks. Yes, there was a lot of extra space, especially for a fat, tall person. I wasn't quite able to sit like I am now, but it was close. I don't think they wanted you to sit like that either. It's okay. I would do it anyway. (laughs) But you know, those little tables they fold out of your arm, those are not really made for people that are fat. I was having trouble. Did you have issues? Oh, yeah, I did not I didn't have pull it all the way out, but you know, I and you get a issues. bottle of water there when you get there, sitting there waiting on you, you know. And you I did not have a bottle of water. We well, we flew two different airlines. You know, what are you talking? Knew I you was know, upscale. My whole lunch for your bottle of water my is fine. UAW briefcase. Yes, you know. attaché. Yeah, you can definitely tell that. I would say the majority of the people there were dressed differently than I was. Yeah, <laughs> it was different. Were you getting sideways glances or no, anything? No, because I was sitting in A1 seat. I was right up front. Uh-huh. So I couldn't see the assholes behind me. I didn't right. that shit. Within you know. talking distance of the pilot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And that asshole was off before I was. I was the first one off the plane. First passenger Look off the plane. Yeah, yeah, that's it's how like I roll. It's like when he's on the elevator. Yeah. 
Yes, getting <laughs> off that fucking elevator. I'm out. I did see an old man get chased by security guard in the uh, hell, the uh, airport after you. Damn it. The place you stay with the rooms. The hotel? There uh-huh. you go. <laughs> uh, some old man was trying to get into the hotel part of it from a casino. and He didn't have his car to get in. He didn't have no license. And he didn't have a belt. So he was trying to hold his pants up while he was cussing the security guard. Then he took off running. And the security guard is just like, what the hell? And just kind of laughing. And the guys took off running. Then he, then he then he had him circling around in this big giant lobby and he ran back out the door. God, it's like, dude, you need to just calm down. That's funny. Oh, you want to talk about something that Detroit's rebuilding? If you look up uh, the Michigan Station, the old blighted out, like the Union Station, kind of a big monster building. It's been one of those stories you see on ABC twenty twenty whatever about uh, you know Detroit going to hell. You know, mm-hmm. Ford is moving in there and it's going to make that their new world headquarters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's a massive building. One of those big giant 1920s monsters. <laughs> so Ford's going to fix that up and take care of it. Oh, well the a little side story, the place where they had the rap battle that is now the parking garage was built on the garage site where Henry Ford built his first vehicle, a uh, quadruple bicycle or something like that. <laughs> Anyway, the garage. They, apparently, the garage has been picked up and moved to the Henry Ford Museum years ago. I don't know, but anyway, I don't know. We were talking about it, like if he has to go back. Like, would I go back if there was if I didn't have anything else going on, and it was like easy for me to do? Sure, but it's I don't know that touristy. it's a place where I'm like. We're vacationing in Detroit, right? Like, if yeah, you offered me a chance know. to go back to Philadelphia, I would be like, "Yes, let's go now." Detroit's very industrial. Very industrial. Well, I mean, that only makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's not as rich in history as Philadelphia would be either. Oh, well, no. Now, for but, a guy like me, it is because, you know. Because you're a nerd. It's Motor City. It's where, you know, it's yes, cool. Dear. Yes, dear. Anyway. Yeah, so that happened. And we're home. And we're home. We didn't die. And we survived production weekend for. Kid did that thing. Child's yeah. play. Yeah. The play. Child's play. play. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I meant either. Her production. You probably don't have any notes, do you? I have a few notes. Usually you don't have any notes. A few. I haven't been. We got some call ins. You want to lose call ins first? Sure. Why not? I love when people call in to argue with me. People call in what? To argue with me. Who the hell's called to argue with me? I don't know. You told me that someone called with some. Oh, I don't know how to read. Okay. Well, because it's hard to. I thought there was more of that sense. Yeah. Makes it that all makes sense now. It's, it's well, hard. Hate reading. It's hard to read this translation that this computer Dilly Bobber does. Dilly me, Bobber, have no idea why the Canadians couldn't understand me. Fuck them. So let me make sure it's all turned up I here. Hope you don't plan on going back. They're going to be like, <laughs> hey, that's flag that on gu- this. Uh, hey, that's that guy that said fuck them down there. <laughs> <laughs> Kicky moot. All right, here we go. First one. Hold on. Why does it do this to me? Well, you've only dropped the thing like 20 times since we've been in here today. Well, it says it's underhead. Oh, hey, I have one more thing about our Detroit trip. So we are at the game, and they were playing. Um, they They did this poll to see who was, like, which song should be played like as a sing-along for the whole place and so what one was mr Brightside. oh yeah 
remember? And um, I don't know what you call him, but Brian, he... Um, Which he re- one? Cheesehead I, or time? Time. There we go. Um, he reminded me that we had talked about how Mr. Brightside was taking over Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Um, and anyway. That's funny. So, yeah. So the Mr. whole stadium was singing Mr. Brightside. What is Mr. Brightside? Uh, you played part of it on I the did, last... And uh, you don't... You see... Okay. Oh, we did make the uh, big TV, me and uh, Lord of Time. That's right. I tried to kiss him. He wasn't down with it. Yeah. (laughs) The kiss cam, huh? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, Cousin Justin. This is old Cousin Shane, man. I was just going to tell you, there's nothing better than having your, you know, lifelong best buddy live down the street from you. You know, DG. And uh, when a salesman comes up to your front door, and trying to sell you like alarm system or something. And then you just tell them, hey, I know somebody. I, I can't afford that right now, but I know somebody that's pretty rich, oh. and I'm sure they want an alarm system. And then you point them out to old DG's house, <laughs> and it works every time. It gets them out. It's like, hey, man, you know, I'm being a good guy. You know, like, I can't afford it right now, but I know somebody who can help you out. It's always sitting down the old road, you know, just kind of, you know, <laughs> like kind of look like Yancey a good guy closer. that yeah. way. Old DG can kind of handle the, Deflection. the bad part of it. Makes makes life easy when you got people like that. So you need to, you and Yancey need to think about things, you know, like uh, like how you can get rid of people that you don't really want to talk to. You. Like, yeah, well, Yancey, man, that old Yancey pants, man, he's... <laughs> He'll probably uh, be able to afford that, or fuck, or you know, old Justin man, or Yancey could be like old Yancey pants could be like old, well, old old Justin, Justin down there, man. He's got that big old beard, man. He's got a full of money up inside of there, man. He could probably pay for it. You know, just think about that, man. Just kind of get out of the situation feel- that you don't want to be involved in. But anyways, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Adios. Yeah, see ya. I feel like you are now SpongeBob and you are Mr. Crop. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I've ever heard him call you Yancey Pants. Oh, well, that's not just, the first time in my life I've been called no, that. No, I can't <laughs> imagine. He just fired it off like four yeah. or five times there. Hey, man, I've been called worse. I'll take it. Mm, that's neat. All right. Oh, here's uh, old Lord Bandersnatch we talked about earlier, the uh, end of Summer Bash 3. Oh, I don't know what the hell. There we go. Hey, this is Lord Bandersnatch on the streets of Independence, Kansas. Been out of touch for a while, but I wanted to uh, just call up and uh, touch base with y'all. Um, just wanted to say that I really appreciated the episode with Josh Tucker. Um, I'm not sure if I came out of that podcast with a more favorable uh, outlook toward that candidate, but I certainly do respect the fact that he came on there and was willing to uh, – talk in public to, uh, you know, um, let us all know about his views on everything. And I think it would only do a lot more good in the world if uh, more politicians and candidates for public office would do the same. So my appreciation to Josh Tucker and for you guys for hosting him on there. Um, That's why I'm a proud supporter of Wrong Kind of Podcast. So please keep up the good work. Really appreciate you guys. Also, thank you so much for Oh, sorry, people. I let it go dark. Hold on. That happens on September 10th. My place to make grounds. Ten bands for five bucks. Will be an awesome time. Hope to see you all there. Um, I'm going to keep listening. Please keep doing all the great work. Uh, appreciate you guys. Bye. 
I'm curious to see what his opinions are of our guests we had yesterday. And what he's talking about is what we always preach, the value for value. Right. He donates to the podcast, and we support what he's doing. So Financially, and we're, yeah, we're we, going to be... I, we're planning to be there, aren't we? I mean, that's the, so. the case. Okay. I mean, I'm, I, we haven't uh, been able to see Project Revolution yet. Cause we've always figured out a way to get out of it, and it's getting close. Uh, we, no, wait a no, we've seen them one time, we, well, and that was an event we put on. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. Well, usually we always find a way to get out of it. Uh-huh. So this time, I don't Darn know. Kids. I, think I think we're fucked this time. I think we're actually <laughs> going to be there. But I, I'd like to uh, welcome everybody that listens. If you're close, you know, maybe this would be a good, uh, maybe this will be the uh, wrong kind of podcast meetup. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, it shouldn't be that damn hot September 10th. I mean, it could be a scorcher, but it could be really fucking nice. Too. Yeah. Hopefully by that time we're trending down in temperatures. Yeah. So we got two back-to-back here from old DJ, it looks like. So here we go. Hey, it's old DG here. I was listening to the latest episode. I I think it just reaffirms what I've always said. Like, if you... The guy, and I'm sure he's running for a local office, so, I mean, honestly... He's referring to Josh. Roe v. Wade would probably be way uh, over Josh, that. not Greg? Outside the uh, job duties of a local office, but... And, well, I mean... No, I honestly, guess he is referring to... Anyway, sorry. He... He's dancing around the subject, but, dude, if you think that abortion should be used as birth control, just say it. We can get, we can talk after that. Like, we can literally just be like, okay, listen, you think it should be used as birth control. You really are dancing around, like, mother uh, health and incest and rape. Obviously, we know it's like 0.3%. If you literally believe it should be used as birth control, just say it. And then we can move on from there. And uh, I think that's what this guy's doing. He doesn't really have any good arguments. He's kind of leaning on the uh, the minority of cases or whatever. So, hey, guys, have fun. I actually really appreciate that because as I was listening to the episode myself, I was thinking, why didn't I say, stop presenting hypotheticals? We can't talk about hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything with data that's not actually presented. And since she told me that a while back now when I get into conversations with people and they say well what if this I'm like hold on a second you don't have anything you're trying to you're trying to catch me up on something that you don't even trying have. to get an emotional yeah so response. We, we can't do that we can't talk about what ifs you know what if you were stupid you know some people that's not an if and, and apparently he had more to say and this is at three o'clock in the morning mind you so <laughs> he's he's going off here's another one Hey, and one more thing to the guests of the show. <laughs> you sound decently pragmatic, I, but you were put on the spot about abortion. And like I said, I think you just believe it's birth control, and that's, you know, man, I'm not going to say that's fine, but just admit it. The other thing is when you said that states gaining power, you know, and be able to pass laws that was, that was scary, I think – I think you may have misspoke. I bet you may would rather do that over, but yeah. you're wrong. That's um, sure. I don't think you would rather do that over. I think you get the same giving answer. power to the states is amazing. Like we're the United States of America. If you don't agree with the law, you can uh, cross state lines and go somewhere else. It's a freedom that we have, and it's pretty freaking cool. 
Um, I've known people who have crossed state lines just for education purposes. Uh, maybe the, another state would help them with uh, a child that needed special needs. I've known people who have crossed state lines for those things. That's America. The fact that you said it was scary, I hope you were just flustered. Trust me. Uh, good night. Hey, WKOP. Throw some money at it. <laughs> yes, thank thanks, you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get too in depth on our guest we had yesterday, but all oh, the you feed, should go listen. All the yes, you should go listen to Greg Wilkinson, and then you can make opinions on. I'd actually like people to call in after listening to it. Tell me what you think. And if you want more of that kind of stuff on here, we'll try to work it. I mean, we've had politicians. Well, it's on not here like before. you haven't invited these people. A lot of them don't come, and uh, some of them come because other ones come. You know, they won't be left out. So, right. anyway. And sometimes people come, you know, just to, yeah, respond to something else. So. Yeah, that's that's fine. I don't give a shit yeah. if you want to show up. Uh, go ahead. If you got some notes over there. Oh, I thought you were. Nope, that's it. That was our that was our call. What's that phone number, Yancy? 620-625-0146. 620-625-0146. Call and let us know what you think. Thought he was about to put me on the spot for that. I was going to be like, <laughs> and over to Megan. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we were talking about uh, you and I talked about this a little bit ago, but you had you hadn't heard about it. So Yancy, did you know that um, an employee of Silver Dollar City died a couple of weeks ago? I did not. For uh, he was working on um, the wildfire, and something happened, and he is no longer um, with us. So um, anyway, they are um, the ride's still open. So I'm, I'm assuming that it wasn't a ride thing. I guess they have like six months to do an investigation and whatever. But um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know why you guys hadn't wow. like nobody else heard about this. It's I swear I'm not making it. Yeah, up. if it was ride related, they would have shut that thing down right, right. during an investigation and stuff. Right, and I. Especially for something like wildfire, I think they would get on that one pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a roller coaster, correct? Mm-hmm. We were just there, and it happened like the week after we were there, and that's why I was like, I'm "Oh, su- I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't shut the park down due to that." It seems like that'd be a protocol. If you had a death there that you would. I don't. I mean, I think they. I. I you know, I can't speak to like that at would, all. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they they didn't allude to the. Now. They didn't allude to the fact on whether it was some kind of accident or if he just maybe. Um, had a heart he attack or something? He died of blunt, tra- blunt force trauma oh. to the head. So. Sounds like he fell or something uh-huh. hit him or something. Yeah, but yeah, nothing else has been released about like, did something fall? Did he Just fall off of something himself? Like, we don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, anyway, um, the only other real thing that I have, well, I don't know about that, I guess, but an Instagram model um, has announced that she has had AIDS for the last eight to 10 years. And... This Instagram model has been linked to people like Nick Cannon and Chris Brown and some of the other uh, stars that we're all familiar with, I guess, from music stuff. So anyway, so she apparently didn't know that she had it and she was incredibly sick. And then when she went to the doctor, the doctor came in and said, you are aware you have AIDS, right? And she was like, no. So anyway, um, she says that she has let all those, you know, previous partners know or whatever but could be some interesting things coming about those guys all the partners wow. yeah <laughs> yeah might be hearing a lot of breaking news huh right yeah so and i mean it wasn't like she wasn't one of those people that was like willfully 
spreading. She didn't know. Mm-hmm. But it's not like she was willfully spreading. Oh well, yeah. Also, like you know, one of those things. Like if you're out there with multiple partners, get tested. Like you get the monkey. Do puff. your do your due diligence and take care of yourself and others. Blah blah. blah. Yep. I don't know what else. The more have, you know. I guess. I don't know what else I have. Um, my other podcast, Therefore Podcast, which you alluded to the other day. We put out our intro episode a couple of weeks ago, but I wasn't here on the last show, so I didn't talk about it. But we have the first like official episode coming out this week, Tuesday. What is it called? Where they find it out? Therefore Podcast and, you know, all the places. Um, all if the you places. already followed Wrong Kind of Christian Podcast, I just switched the name over, so you're already following it. So your feed's already there? Yep. Um, and if you didn't go follow, go find Therefore Podcast wherever you listen. So the old episodes are still there, but you now yeah. have a guest though. Yeah, um, Judy or Mustaine, a co-host or whatever. Yeah, Judy Mustaine is Dave's sister. No, but that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Okay. Um, no, she's a, a a local woman, but she is like she's an international speaker and travels all over the country speaking at different um, Christian conferences and stuff. So anyway, she's co-hosting with me. So. It's odd that I've never met this woman, Yancey. She comes to my house. She's been in my home. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen her. I'm not sure she's real. <laughs> Megan's imaginary friend. I think maybe it is. You can, she'll be here tomorrow. That's you cute. Can, it's like if you, you listen to it, it's Megan's multiple personalities talking <laughs> the same It wasn't me. It was Patricia. Oh, what's funny is that her, her son, she has twin boys, and they were listening to it, and they were like, you guys sound a lot alike. And so many people have said that. You guys sound a lot alike. We have a hard time distinguishing between the two of you. At this point, to add I, to Justin's theory, at this point, I don't know that I want to. It's kind of a thing now. Yeah, <laughs> like the mom from a uh, Big Bang Theory. What's her? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what her name was. Uh, it was Howard's. Yeah, Howard's, Howard's mom. mom. Yeah, that from the back of the house. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, yep, that's my notes. Gotcha. So China owns 192,000 agricultural acres across the United States. China does? Mm-hmm. In the United States. Okay. Yep. China asshole. Yep. So recently they purchased 300 more acres, which compared to what they already have doesn't seem like a big deal until you realize it's in North Dakota, about 20 minutes away from a military base. Um, Why is this allowed? China-based food producer Fufang group plans to build a corn milling plant on its newly acquired 300 acres of land in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The land is 20 minutes west of Grand Forks Air Force Base, where some of the nation's most sensitive drone and communications technologies are based. Air Force Major Jeremy Fox wrote a memo in April characterizing the move as emblematic of China's efforts to infiltrate sensitive U.S. defense installations. And fears about the company's proximity to the Air Force Base come as lawmakers have pushed for legislation preventing the communist nation from buying U.S. land. Is that normal? Like, do all, like, so wait, the the nation itself no. is buying this or just a, chi- it's a, ch- a Chinese, it's a Chinese well, but company? It's a Chinese-based company. But if you know anything no about, about China. the Chinese yeah. economy yeah. Yeah. and and the way that they work, everything right. is pretty much state-owned anyway in yeah. the guise of capitalism. Right. It's more or less crony capitalism. The government more or less has their hands in every single private, quote-unquote, industry yeah. in China in the first place. So, Which is why we can't compete because, you know, the government runs it. Right, yeah. right. Um, so, speaking of China, they... Wait, a question. Is anything going to happen with that? 
Is that going to be stopped? Like, or? like I said, the, uh, that, that Air Force um, official sent a memo. It's probably under some kind of review, I'm sure, with the FBI, CIA, some kind of um, trade trade bureaucracy within our government is looking into it. But, I mean, who knows? China pretty much owns our asses anyway. What are we going to do? Tell them no, and then they call us on all our debt, and then we're all speaking Mandarin tomorrow. You know, conspiracy theory of the night, maybe. But um, speaking of China, they recently launched a rocket that failed. And part of it's going to crash into the moon, and the other part could crash somewhere in Missouri, they're thinking, in some kind of proximity over there. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe it was set to crash um, early this morning. Really haven't heard anything on the news, any kind of breaking news on that. Maybe it burned up in reentry, and and we got lucky on that deal. But that stuff happens all the time. You know, you remember when... uh, you know, I think the last thing was some piece of the International Space Station oh, was right. coming to Earth, and, and they were like, hey, everybody, heads up. Yeah, but, that's right. Um, So, more China news. It's all over the place in the media here lately. They offered to build a $100 million garden in Washington, D.C., and people are kind of leery of that because it could be used as more right. espionage purposes. So, uh, so what happens to, so China's doing all this stuff over here and Biden just allowed for the selling of a crap ton of oil yeah, to go over and millions yes, of barrels to go over there. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Well, I mean, there's been theories forever that, you know, the Bidens are in, I know, but like all kinds of cahoots with the Russians and the Chinese. This seems hiding in plain sight type mm-hmm. stuff. He's doing everything that they accused Trump of doing. Right. You know, so the FBI quietly killed the project after realizing that the park's pagoda would have been strategically placed in the perfect spot for gathering sensitive military and government intelligence. Yeah. Jeez. Shocker. Yeah. So the FBI, like I said earlier, the FBI is looking into a lot of this stuff. They kind of squash that deal, especially since it's in the nation's capital. Yeah. So um, steering away from that and to Russia, Russia has opted out of the International Space Station after 2024. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why? So, Are they doing their own who, type who thing? Well, or? I mean, you know, the, uh, the grit between yeah. us and them. So... Um, yeah, they're going to fo- focus on building its own orbiting outpost. Um, and this is according to the country's newly appointed space chief. So, Isn't this great that uh, the Democrats used to blast Trump for all of his uh, international relations? But as soon as uh, Captain Sniffy Pants, who's COVID positive now twice in two weeks, right. gets in office, we've instantly re-entered a cold war with Russia. Dude, he's going to be so devastated if he loses his sense of smell after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this comes amid soaring tensions between Russia and the West over the Kremlin's military action in the Ukraine. So they're saying not only are they going to focus on their own program, but it also has to do with pretty much the cold war that never right. ended. That right. the Cold War pretty much turned into a proxy war once technology took off. It's crazy. What a, I don't know. What a crazy world we live in. Yeah. Um, and in um, 
not so serious, but still serious for some news. Hershey's has warned of a looming Halloween candy shortage. Oh, no. (laughs) So the supply chain continues. What are you talking about? It's already out on my store shelves. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe what you see is what you get. Maybe if you wait till September and not July to put it out. You know, when I was in uh, Detroit, I'm at a union convention and I am surrounded by Democrats. I mean, I listened to the governor of Michigan Democrat. I listened to the labor secretary Democrat, the representative from Michigan Democrat, the mayor of Detroit Democrat, a lot of other guest speakers, uh, head of the NAACP, all of them at some point or another talked about the supply chain issue and how over the last four years, if we can't see that we need to bring all these jobs back to the United States, the chips is a big deal in the auto industry. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that voted for these jack wagons. Yeah. Well, there was one thing that I agreed with our guest yesterday about. He brought up outsourcing being oh, yeah. a, being an deal. issue. And I mean, I, I totally agree with him. And it's been happening for a long time under the administration and, and eyes of both all of them. Political parties. I mean, yeah. and that's just because that's that's capitalism. Right. Capitalism is to make as much money as you can without spending as, spending as little money as you can. So where are you going to do it? Right. We're going to go to China where we can't compete because we have an expectation of life. You know, we're yeah. not under the thumb of the government. So, yeah. Well, and there's only so many things you can do to a private company as a government entity in a system that yeah. we're under. You can't tell them what, what they can do with their own company yeah. in a lot of ways. So, um, But back to the Hershey's thing, the pan, it, this uh, article says, the pandemic-induced global supply chain disruptions and, get this, the Russia-Ukraine war Why? have crunched supplies of cocoa, edible oil, and other ingredients, pinching production lines of packaged food companies around the world. Hershey Chief Executive Officer Michelle Buck said on Thursday, we will not be able to fully meet consumer demand due to capacity constraints. You know what this means? Higher prices. Mm. I can't figure out why every fucking item in the world goes through Ukraine. There you or go. that that is the reason for everything. I mean, that's the new boogeyman, right? The, mm-hmm. This whole conflict with U- Ukraine is, is the excuse and the boogeyman. Especially use, you know, um, what the... The administration is constantly talking about Putin's uh, gas prices, Putin's economy, uh, Putin's inflation. Yeah. They're they're constantly using it as a talking point. Well, oh, now uh, Captain Sniffy Pants, he's lowering gas prices, even though he didn't have anything to do with the gas prices going up. Right. You know, take take the credit, but none of the blame. Right. Yep. So um, I just have I have a couple of uh, talking about Captain Sniffy Pants here. I've got a couple of clips here. So. Justin and I are big fans of uh, the Dana Carvey impressions. And uh, Dana Carvey recently came out and did an impression of Biden. So, sorry, hang on. But Biden came out as a really sleepy, sweet grandpa. And he was like, he's always repeating the story, you know. Yeah, I went to Scranton. Scranton. I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> my dad. My dad lost his job. No joke. I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. Is anybody? I lost his job. Where, 
and then you know, I got like, then he would do the number thing. Number one, the one part. Number two, what the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on. <laughs> no, we don't. So, yeah. Now what he does is he kind of whispers and then he yells. If you know, I think it's a wonderful move. Don't you love it when he's like, we know how to kit natural gas. Because we can get it. We know how to get it. That's what we do. We get the people, the pirates, the public, the, the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I can always appreciate how, you know, he's an equal opportunity for sure. And then uh, I've got a Bill Maher clip. It's so funny how a guy that seems so divisive just a few years ago and you couldn't disagree with more makes more and more sense all the time. Maybe the girl who hates girly stuff just needs to learn that being female doesn't mean you have to act like a Kardashian. <laughs> Maybe childhood makes you sad sometimes, and there are other solutions besides hand me the dick saw. <laughs> dick saw. Jeez. And look, I'm sure the vast majority of parents do not take this lightly, and that it's very hard to know when something is real or just a phase. And I understand being trans is different, it's innate. But kids do also have phases. They're kids, it's all phases. The dinosaur phase, the Hello Kitty phase. One day they want to be an astronaut, the next day you can't get them to leave their room. Gender fluid, kids are fluid about everything. If kids knew what they wanted to be at age eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. 100%. True. And this is a guy who admittedly has never wanted kids, isn't really all that wild about kids, and he still has enough awareness to be able to, to have an opinion like that doesn't take genius to just know that human humans change right like that's the thing i don't understand okay so you can't do this till you're 16 you can't do that till you're 18 you can't do that till you're 21 now sometimes some points they're trying to make push back to 25 what the heck being saw your dick off at 10 yeah with parental permission parents insurance too yeah well they can stay on that too they're like 26 so yeah yeah that's neat is that all you got that's all i got i got a several little things things that i've been arguing with about on facebook with people no some guy today really anymore. well I, maybe argue is not the right way to say it let's see some guy today let's see what did he say here's a quote I follow a lot of these leftist shit for some reason. Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish. Buy the pond. Tell him he can't have the fish, but he can fish for you and you sell the fish and give him a very small cut. And then he'll say stuff like, I am hungry and my teeth hurt. Nobody wants to fish these days. Okay. Hmm. So I said, yeah, buy your own pond and sell the asshole your fish. Oh yes, everyone has a trust fund to buy millions, to buy million dollar pawns with. Yeah, Justin, you first class flying bastard. Yeah, I said, I mean, did dang, I say that? Of dollars. We might have to earn our own way. What There's a whole a... lot of people out there that just have no conception of hard work. You're gonna have yeah. to get out there Effort. and get some of that shit yourself. Yeah, self sufficiency. Fuck, S you know, self made people. Grow a pair, you piece of shit. Uh, let's see. 
There's been a weird thing going on this week that not a lot of people are aware of, and I asked the guy if I could talk about it. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I think it's odd. Uh, remember the guy that was at the commission meeting when we went that was discussing the two ladies getting fired while there was another... These are teachers. Yeah. This guy was discussing the USD. Counselors. Yeah, counselors. They, they were counselors. Two counselors got fired. One of them was bilingual uh, person. But anyway, there's a third counselor that apparently has been arrested for some things yep. and is still employed. Well, this person using any platform he could, which everybody's like, well, why is he at the damn city commission meeting? Well, he's just trying to get his word out. And that's a great thing about this country is we have ways to get the word out and squeaky will does get the wees. Wees. <laughs> I've been drinking at one. You know, it, you know, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying right now. Grease. I get the grease. Pocket, you know what I mean? Let's be clear. Yeah, you know. Pirates of the Caribbean. You know the deal. uh, It's no joke, man. So anyway, this dude, uh, Kellen, his name, was going to meet with the school board. And there was a little misunderstanding on how he was going to meet. He shared his emails with me from the superintendent of the school. There was a little misunderstanding. I think that he thought he was going to get on the agenda. But apparently what was going to happen is, is he was going to meet privately with the superintendent, the president of the board, and I guess the vice president of the board. Which does nothing. I don't know. I mean, is they don't have any kind of extra. I understand. Author- but I know you do, but I'm just saying that doesn't He's trying do to get his story out. He's trying to get answers. And you know what? He's trying to do something. Sure. Well, and the best thing he did was go to the commission meeting and... Yeah. Got got himself on the front page of the newspaper and, I'm looking at right now. And then he instantly gets some reaction at that point from the school board, the superintendent. Well, all this is going on, and he asked if he could bring a third party. For his own reasons, I don't know why. I think he just wanted somebody there to hear what was said. Lots of times I'll have Megan sit in with me just so... I don't forget what I said. Yeah, I know. But his his own reasons, he asked for a third party. The first person that he asked to come, they said no. It was also a reporter for the journal. So they said that they couldn't come. Uh, But then he asked if I wanted to come. I have no dog in this fight other than the fact that I do pay taxes to the United School District. And I would like to know why in the hell you are firing these people and not this one. So, you know, hell, I'll go with you. I said, I'm not going to say a damn thing. I'm just going to let you know that. I'm just going to sit there. I'm not getting in the middle of this argument. Well, when he told them who he wanted to bring, they said, nope, the third party deal is completely out now. Well, it sounds like he just wanted someone in what he considers media. If he asked somebody from the reporter or a reporter first, and then you, even though we say we're not newsy, people seem to put you in that whatever i just thought it was odd though that as soon as my name come up the third party option was just completely off the table i don't think i understand this anyway in the whole grand scheme of things they can't talk about why these they can't talk about it that uh, they are not at liberty to discuss any of this with him i think his other than to listen to him i think his question was going to be is you fired these people but yet we got one over here that's been arrested for a couple of different things i believe and that's public record yeah why is that person still employed when these ladies over here 
I get that, but I'm going to say again that they probably are going to say that they can't talk about them. Anyway, we know how this works. He's trying to shake the tree, and he's trying to get some answers. Will he get some? I don't know. But I just thought it was odd that, I don't know, to be flattered or offended. As soon as my name come up, the whole deal was over. Well, I can't, like, I'm going to guess that they probably thought a third party would be... Their Uncle Steve? Someone invested <laughs> in the story? I'm invested in the damn story. I pay you're taxes. Not part of the, All three of us are invested. You're not part of the. Well, I'd like to know the why they're firing the people that seem to be pretty decent people, but yet keeping the lady that has clearly some legal issues going right. on. Firing people that seem to be uh, qualified, well liked. I mean, just outside looking in perspective, that's the way it looks. But I, they I just, can't tell you that, right? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. We don't have too much of a dog in this fight. We have some, but not a whole lot. It's pretty much all I got. Here is the weekly dad joke. Oh, no. Forgot about Did this. you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. Oh, mm. <laughs> nice. Did Katie get you last night? Yes. Me too. <clears throat> I was so mad at her. Stupid. Katie was my niece, came to watch Lene's show last night and gave us this big long spiel about what had happened on the way up there or she was driving with a friend or something behind yeah. an ambulance and a cooler a, fell out. A cooler fell out and they of course had to be nosy. Stop, you know. Inside was a, a toe. Yeah. And she did a really good job of making me think that this was a legit thing until she said that they called the tow truck and not the ambulance. Jeez. <laughs> I was fully invested in the story. She said, you know what we did with it? I said, probably kept it, right? You know? They'll keep it. Somebody <laughs> needed that. That was my reaction. I would have Somebody needed this. I would have instantly stuck it in a jar. Right. <laughs> or suspended <laughs> it in acrylic. Screw the guy who needs right. this the toe. I mean, fuck, he's know, got two another. Now, if it would have been the big toe, that's different, because you need your big toe to maintain balance. Mm-hmm. If it had been a little toe, dude's on his own. You know, they can't set toes when they break. Yeah, I know. You're just on your own. They tape that fucker to the other ones and you roll with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. I know. Well. Unfortunately. That's all I got. I think that's all we got. So you're going to go listen to Megan's new podcast. Mm-hmm. You're going to listen to yesterday's episode if you haven't already, because especially if you are in the um, 11th district of... Coffeeville, Independence, Cherryville, Kansas area, southeast Kansas, Montgomery County. Yeah. This guy right. is running for uh, state representative. He's a Democrat, and uh, he's got some opinions. And you yeah. might Wrong like opinions, him. but he has opinions. <laughs> well, we have had a couple of episodes lately that do really affect us all. Yeah. I mean, he was a great example of what we preach. I agreed with probably 10% of what the guy said. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't say that I disagreed with absolutely everything he said, which is the whole point. I didn't shut him down. Well, but that's what we always say. We're never going to bring anybody in here and beat you up. But at the same time, there has to be a threshold of pushback. You're not just going to give somebody a pass. Oh, no. I kind of wonder if he thought that this was going to be an interview, like for the paper or whatever, and not... I don't think he knew what he was walking into was a conversation. Right. Well, you can't give somebody a pass when their aspirations are something that directly affect you. I mean, we're all citizens of the district he's literally running for. Yeah, this is not an advertisement. No, not an advertisement. This is is an opportunity for you to come in here and let people know who you really are because you're going to talk for an hour or so. And unless you've got an hour or so script, and then you can't count on what we're going to ask you. Yeah. 
So uh, spoiler alert here at the end of the episode, he doesn't say my name is Greg Wilkinson and I approve this message. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not that type no, of thing. It's not here. that type of deal. No. But if you like those kind of things and you would like to see more of those kind of things, you can let us know if you want to reply to those kinds of things. You can send messages. You can you can comment on the podcast uh, episode on either whatever app you listen to. They're usually, the latest one's usually pinned to the top of the page, and it is right now. Or you can call the listener hotline and let us know what you thought of him or this podcast or that podcast or whatever you want. Yancey, give us that number again. 620-625-0146. And as always, we ask for you to help support the page. Apparently, the Wizards got something going on right now. I got an email a minute ago that I think I missed a deadline on so that we could start receiving lightning payments on the Fountain Podcast app. And I think I missed the window because he sent it while we was doing this and I didn't see the email in time. But uh, anyway, if you go over to WKO Podcast and donate... That would greatly help us. We are trying to make the show better. I would like to live stream. That way you could listen in real time and have a chat room where we could see what you're saying as we're talking and you could actually be part of the show. And you can do that in multiple ways. You can write big checks, little checks. I am kind of hip to the weekly donations. Some guys give two bucks a week. Some guys give five bucks a week. Some guys save up and drop bigger chunks of money on us. So, do that. We appreciate it. The air conditioner's nice. Thanks for helping on that deal. And uh, Yancey and I are going to start doing some sports kind of manly stuff. Stuff that Megan doesn't give two shits about. And uh, we'll start, especially football season's coming back around. I'm sure that'll have something to do with it. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, the more the merrier. So, if we look for a guest, you might you might get chosen. You might not. Especially if you're a Raiders fan. Anyway, John. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all I got. See you guys later.